0: Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode.
1: You're drinking out of a Wonder Woman bottle? I am. This this...
2: is my kickboxing water bottle. Oh, I I So actually, fun story if you want to hear it. I had this other water bottle... Um. And I was rushing to get somewhere to go teach a yoga class, and I left it on top of the roof of the car. (laughs) And then I'm driving away, and I hear this noise, and I'm like looking around and I'm like, was that my car? Completely forgetting that the thing I put the thing on the roof and you know, any sane person that's not tired would say, Oh, something definitely fell off the roof. But I'm like, thing I'm like, is that something with the suspension? What is that? And then I didn't realize until I was down the road, and I tried to take take a sip of my water, and I didn't have it. You're and like, then, where's my water? And then I was like, Oh, yep, there it is.
3: <laughs> and somewhere in the interim, the noise just went away. Right? Like, oh, solved, problem solving, well, solved. Was it. <laughs> I was like,
2: Well, it must be fine because I haven't heard it since that one noise, so it's probably cool.
1: Yeah, no need to call in the mechanic or anything. No. right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Richie, Rich, what you been up to? Not much, chilling. Yeah, chilling. Yeah. I'm addicted to video games. Yeah. What
3: are you playing? Uh, I'm, I'm back on Skyrim mm. and to the point where I've got like tendonitis or carpal tunnel something, something's wrong with my thumbs from yeah. just sitting there holding the controller all the yeah. time. Yeah. And, but I'm not going to stop.
1: I, uh, I have what I like to refer to as guitar pull tunnel. Okay. Uh, because I played guitar and, you know, thrash metal, speed metal bands for so long that like that combined with the fact that I've been a, uh, a technology worker, which means uh, my hand is always on a mouse. Um, clicking, double-clicking, left-clicking, right-clicking, scrolling, you know, whatever the new mouse, they have the other extra buttons like above the thumb that you can program to do stuff yeah, uh, and all that kind of thing. So between those activities, plus I used to play a lot of uh, Madden on the PS3 and PS4 uh, whenever that was part of my life. And between those three activities, oh man, did I, I had shooting pains up the arm to the elbow, the whole forearm sometimes would just go tingly and numb and stuff.
2: You know, there's yoga poses for that.
3: I
1: don't think I've played a Madden since like Madden
3: 96.
1: I'm really good at it, by the way. Okay. Uh, like, uh, uh, well, there are some like 12 year olds who have way more time than I do, who, right. you know, will kick my ass if I get online and play, but I'm at least decent competition for them incompetent people are often too incompetent to realize just how incompetent they are
2: yeah i've been there
3: (laughs) someone on facebook is shouting "Donnie kroger
2: Donnie kroger
1: right now yeah i'm sure they are uh this from reason.com the less people know about a scientific issue the more confident they are that they are right
2: thank god we have fact checkers you know (sighs)
3: Yeah, imagine all. Imagine if we didn't have fact checkers, how right people would have been
1: with the you know COVID nineteen yeah. nonsense. That's pretty scary. And we were talking last night during both Free Talk Live and Beard Talk Live about how close we came to like actual, you know, like martial law in the United States. Did we? I mean, all except for the tanks and troops in the streets. Okay, right. Everybody was locked down, quote unquote. Curfews were were being imposed. Right. Don't leave your house unless it's to go to, you know, the store or the doctor or that kind you know, of stuff.
2: I actually thought it was going to be worse. And it was definitely worse in places like China and Australia. But I remember in the very beginning of COVID, I was working in a nursing home and there were all these rumors going around, you know, like yep. nurses love their rumors. And people were talking about how even in, even my employer gave us pieces of paper saying that we we worked at a nursing home and that, like, what our title was, what our job was, to kind of give us a pass to be able to drive. Right. Because there were rumors that you weren't going to be able to drive unless you were, um, what is it? Essential. Essential, one of the essential workers, or if you were going to the grocery store, going to get a prescription from CVS. So, And none of that ever happened. Do you
1: guys remember how quickly the plexiglass went up? Yeah. Like <laughs> it was like, bam! All of a sudden, plexiglass everywhere.
2: I'm like absolutely, absolutely, absolutely nothing. I
3: I had my maintenance guy put it on the desk next to the one I sit at, so I was never
1: obstructed by it. And well, it's good. still there to this day. Oh yeah. And then my favorite was the people who you know couldn't afford to like hire a contractor to legitimately install a real place they're hanging plastic between you know the counter at the local convenience store and just cutting a little hole so people can pass their money through it or whatever
2: i took an uber and they had put like plastic wrap like saran wrap between the front seats and the back seats whatever wow and i'm like you know this isn't doing anything right
4: Incredible incompetence.
3: And here
1: you are. Yeah. Whoa, Richie Rich, right off the gate.
3: Yeah,
4: I thought I'd set Richie up. I knew he'd take the bait.
1: Of course. He is a master baiter. Yeah. Baiter. Baiter. <laughs> Darth Baiter?
4: Darth Baiter. Master Baiter.
3: I was on the debate team in high school.
1: Me huh? wore a Lucha too. Libre
3: mask that thing, too. Were you did Master you, Debater? Did you win? No.
1: No, he was not. He, no. was, he was just a regular Bader. In a lucha mask. In a lucha mask. Yeah. Ooh, you were L-debater.
4: So incredible incompetence is what I heard you say. Yes. As you solicited stories of incredible incompetence. I think this fulfills that. Uh, going back to this generationjustice.org blog mm-hmm. entitled Judge is what I do. John is who I am. Incompetent and,
1: uh, is my... <laughs> How I live my life, right?
4: Yeah, well, listen to this. In the very first paragraph entitled The Calling, I uh, I started here yesterday, and there's another interesting point in the same uh, couple sentences. Uh, Sitting in the lunchroom of a retail store, a young man watches President Nixon, there's some incompetence, resign on live television. Hmm. The Watergate scandal is unraveling. It is the fall of 1974, and here it comes. This young man had already taken the LSAT, so apparently he already wanted to be uh, one of those, uh, some sort of uh, life of uh, government work. Uh, but he thinks to himself, and here's a quote from Judge John J. Romero, Jr. in New Mexico, who illegally trafficked my children, as I proved at the uni- with a unanimous decision at the New Mexico Court of Appeals. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's the quote from Judge John J. Romero, Jr. Wow. All my dad said about attorneys being crooked, you know, it seems to be true. Who wants to be one of those scummy guys? And then he did anyway.
3: <laughs> when you realize the <laughs> amount of money they make, your opinion can change from being a kid.
4: Well his opinion's probably oh, still the I mean, same.
2: What,
4: what, what the what does a hundred and five, hundred and ten, hundred and fifteen, hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year get you in New Mexico?
1: Tom, you were saying that you were attending a GOP meeting. Uh, can you tell us about that story, please?
5: Uh, yeah. Now, at this uh, fundraiser cookout, uh, keep in mind these are uh, Republican Party activists, members of the legislature, candidates, uh, not just random voters here. And these all are the their important lives, people. bunch of tyrants. All their, yeah. And all their lives they have been uh, re- facing that red, white, and blue idol on the flagpole, putting their hand over their heart like all members of the statist cult and reciting the statist cult prayer about liberty and justice for all. And I harnessed that brainwashing with my perfect gotcha set up. I said, I want the United States of America to be a free country with liberty and justice for all. I'd like to ask for a show of hands here. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if you want the United States of America to be a free country with liberty and justice for all, would you please raise your hand? I, I re- said, well, I was raising my hand, and I looked, and most of them did, maybe all of them. Right, and I right. said, guess what? You just went on record supporting open borders, legalized drugs, abolishing public school, and eliminating all zoning restrictions. That's fantastic.
2: Wow.
1: What was their reaction?
5: Uh, well, I just kept on going. I-, I started elaborating because, you know, drugs, you don't have to buy any. And as far as public school, you know, some people support public school because they honestly believe that every child somehow has a right to an education at somebody else's expense. But then when school taxes go up, they tell local bureaucrats to impose tougher zoning restrictions to prevent more families from moving into the town. And they tell Congress to add more Border Patrol goons to prevent more families from moving into the country. They sure do. Oh, yeah. I used the word goons. Uh, You know, and I think this helped some of them maybe see the contradiction in their own thinking there because they just hadn't thought of it like that and the the guilt trips take tour of the holocaust museum and see what happened to millions of innocent europeans do you really think they gave it any
3: more thought after that
1: though
5: hopefully
3: well
1: i mean so there's some very important things happening here uh and tom like first of all you know, more folks really need to speak up and speak about things as they are using terminology like you used.
2: More people need to be talking about this. And I think it, it seems so radical right now. But the more we talk about the, these ideals of freedom and the more we break it down for people in a logical and easy to consume way, they'll start to get it. And the more people – we need different people talking about it. We can't just go here on Free Talk Live and talk about it. We need – this needs to – so if you're listening to the show right now, listeners out in listener land, and you believe in what we're talking about, tell your friends. Tell your family. People might think you're crazy at first, but the more you talk about this and the more you lay out these ideals –
1: and People it will start to get it. And it doesn't even have to be as dramatic as, as Tom did, which is going to, you know, a GOP cookout where yeah. there's a, you know, it could just be saying something like, well, I just think all human interactions should be voluntary and just sort of leave yep. it at that. Or, that yeah. or, yeah, the government violates the non-aggression principle all the time. Right. You don't yep. even have to like make an argument. You don't have to put yourself nope. in an adversarial position. You just have to drop seeds.
2: Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't have to be confrontational, like you said. And it also doesn't have to be, like you don't have to go way out there, like, we should legalize crystal meth. It why not? Be- <laughs> I mean, you yeah, can if you're prepared
1: for that argument and but- you're welcoming the debate. I well, had it as a bumper sticker,
2: which <laughs> is why I brought it up because you told me about that at dinner tonight. But, <laughs> but you know, you can you can start with smaller things. Yeah. You know, teach your family about voluntarism. You know, teach your family about the non-aggression principle.
3: Family will not listen to you. They'll wait to hear. It they from They might. Somebody
2: else. M- mine did.
1: Really? Okay. Well, and like, and,
3: and, and, and maybe s-
2: they heard it from somebody else too. But <laughs> and
1: sometimes people participate in organizations. Uh, where they're, you know, around other people's kids, right? Now, I'm not telling you, you know, hey, brainwash other people's kids, but kind of. Do it. Like, you know, if you're, I don't know, like a den mother for the Cub Scouts or something, you know, and you happen to have a plaque on the wall that says what the non-aggression principle is, yeah, it, and somebody shows curiosity about it, yeah, explain it to them, you know?
3: It's one way to combat the indoctrination of public schools anyway. Yeah. Someone's got to fight it.
1: And it does take a village to raise children and, and if obtaining actual freedom from tyrants, from governments is a multi generational process, which I feel like it is, then you know, the children are the most important part. Raising Absolutely. raising children with the ideas of freedom, the non aggression principle, peace, prosperity, all that kind of stuff, voluntary interactions is of the utmost importance. Ignorance more frequently begets confidence than does knowledge," wrote Charles Darwin in *The Descent of Man* in 1871. Experimental findings reported in 1999 by social psychologists David Dunning and Justin Kruger, Dun Dun, dun. and Kruger <laughs> bolstered Darwin's insight. They tested people on their knowledge of grammar and logic, and found that many of the people who did badly on the tests rated their performance as being well above average. On the other hand, those who did well tended to underestimate how well they had done. That's interesting. So, a uh, little personal adage here. Uh, I did not graduate high school. Okay. Uh, I left home. I sort of wandered the earth like came from Kung Fu for a few years. I eventually did go and, and get my GED. Now, before you get your GED, you, at least when I went, you had to take what they call a pre-GED test. This is a test to let them know whether or not you are qualified, you know enough to take the GED test. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I know. Just take the test. Right.
3: And then the yeah. test will tell you, right? the so, test That's the point of the test. Right. So, it's a competency test. So anyway, you
1: just take it once. I, I take this pre-GED test, and uh, I was with a few other people in the room who were also taking the same test. Uh, but we were all sitting far apart. There's no way I could have like cheated. There was, there was no copying going on. Yeah. Nobody had cell phones at the time, so like there was, it wasn't like I had the answers in my hand or anything. Cut um, a hole in your jeans. So they they keep the me. Flint. They they let everybody else go. and They keep me and they're like, um, we want you to take this other test. And I'm like, mm, why did I did I do that badly? I thought I had, like, just, you know, I, I thought I I must be dumb, right? I probably just failed the heck out of this test somewhere, you know, I, I didn't know what was going on. And so they're like, well, uh, we've just never had anybody score that high on one of these before, so we want you to take this other t-. They thought I was cheating. So you go to room two and you take the SATs. So... um. this used to be it's not so much anymore, but sometimes it it comes out Um, when somebody tells me that I can't do something or if somebody insults me about something that I did and wants me to do it over, I'll do it better the next time. It's just how I'm built. Well, the now eponymous Dunning-Kruger effect is a cognitive bias in which people wrongly overestimate their knowledge or ability in a specific area. This tends to occur because a lack of self-awareness prevents them from accurately assessing their own skills.
2: Also known as Mount Stupid.
1: (laughs) A.K.A. Mount Stupid. You'd have to see the graph for that, but there is a graph. It kind of looks like a mountain and it's named Mount Stupid. And
3: ironically, not part of the Dunning-Kruger effect.
1: True. In other words, incompetent people are often too incompetent to realize just how incompetent they are.
2: I mean, it makes sense.
1: It should be noted, however, this is in parentheses now. It should be noted, however, that some now suggest that the Dunning-Kruger effect is not a real phenomenon, but arises from how the researchers parsed their data. It's, okay, it's not so much that they're incompetent,
3: right? It's the confidence in which they display their incompetence, yeah. right? And struggling with this, when we're supposed to be... um, diverting our attention to like an authority Mm -hmm. right like when i when i someone comes to do the plumbing or the electrician or i take my car in yeah right like my level of expertise is nowhere near those right
1: so you're deferring to their quote authority unquote
3: deferring yes but to an extent right like there's you know there's a level in which you can take advantage yeah and there's a level in which you cannot take advantage right right and it always you know having not having the knowledge but being aware that i don't having the knowledge makes it easier for me to be like well that sounds fishy let me research that a little bit further you know so that i am not taken advantage of yeah but it's impossible for everyone to know everything but the government my point here wrapping in takes advantage of that yeah. when they put their experts on television right, right? and we're like no this is the state declared expert
1: yes defer to him and his expertise. Allow me to present you the science. Right. His name is Dr. Falsy, Fauci, whatever. Right. Ashy.
2: Yeah, and conveniently, all of those people are idiots and are either have, either have no clue what they're talking about or they're just evil.
0: I dropped out of high school. Yeah. Probably the only fellow you'll ever meet that got into community college without having a GED or a diploma.
1: Nice. Just lied and on the past, form.
0: Um, uh, no, I didn't lie on the form, I just had a little local poll. But we'll not get into that. All right. Anyway, so uh I'm about twenty two and I've gone up north and there was a uh GED thing going on through the Gaylord Public School System. Okay. So I figured, well, it's about time I band-aid this hole in my resume, so right, right. I go in and uh Instead of having a prerequisite test to take the test, they wanted us to take this six-week course, a refresher course, on all the stuff we'd gone through in high school.
1: So right? they wanted you to, to learn all the things that other kids learn in high school in, in four years in six weeks. Totally doable. Yeah, Remedial no, 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 learning.
0: Refresher course, just basically to see if you're, you had actually retained what you had learned.
1: Now, i got to ask. I'm not necessarily asking you, Major, but I just have to ask everybody, all the listeners, why then can't we just teach high school in 6 weeks? Well because
3: it's remedial, it's t- it's a refresher. You had already learned it. It mm. supposedly took you up to 4 years to learn it. Yeah. And now they're saying like you have 6 weeks to prove that you've retained M- my it. My horse
1: well, hockey detector is lit up
3: right so, now. All
2: right. You know, I I will say that I when I was 16 years old, I did something called dual enrollment. So essentially, and it wasn't cuz I was smart, it was just an opportunity I had, a lot of ki- it was like what you do if you get like pregnant or, you know, you, you can't be in high school full time. We took college level courses and some high school level courses, which so a class should just be, say, one hour, one, an hour and a half, one or two days a week. But instead at high school, they make you take it an hour or 45 minutes every single day. So uh-huh. the college model, instead of doing it every single day, you do it either one day a week or two days a week. And you save so much time. You can have a job. You can take care of your baby if you got pregnant in high school or whatever your case is. And that really taught me that you do not need to be in school eight hours a day, five days a week.
1: I have been trying really, really hard to just ask more questions. And I have not been uh, as afraid to admit when I don't know something. If somebody brings up a topic and they ask me a question about it, uh, I, I've been more frequently than ever going, you know, I don't know anything about that. What can you tell me? And, like, just yeah, there's, there's, in, yeah trying to get educated about it.
3: That does not make for good radio.
1: No.
0: <laughs> there's an old saying, you ain't learning nothing while you're talking. If That's your ears true. ain't pointing, you ain't learning.
1: That's a fact. What else did you have to say today, Major?
0: Well, me and nobody got into a little bit of a tussle the other night on history. I brought up the first time taxation had been put upon the American public. Mm-hmm. It was by Jefferson to uh, buy us a navy because the English were taking our ships and stealing our sailors, and we were having pirate problems with the pirates on the Barbary Coast and whatnot. Ah, and you're like we then, ain't taking
3: no ship,
1: no ship. And
0: then, ship. He, then he brought up the Whiskey Rebellion, which was just shortly before but it wasn't a taxation on the entire public which was what I was getting at the history of taxation this was a particular product whiskey yep they went after the appalachian farmers because they figured they could get seven to ten bushels of corn across the Appalachians in a whiskey jug in the back of a mule right right, right? so and they, it was all about paying for the war that's what most of the most of the primitive that's... taxes were about was paying for the war debt.
1: That's generally what the taxes yeah. Go ahead. The
0: guys that ran Washington back in the day actually had a conscience and they tried to keep the bank, you know, square. But
1: yeah. Maybe. Ever
0: since ever since we dropped the gold standard, man, the doves are out the window.
3: I think there's some back in my day bias going on there. Yeah, maybe a little bit.
1: Do you think there's only one Tyler Durden? As far as who writes these articles for yes. Zero Hedge? Yes. I would be willing to bet that it's mostly one dude. Okay. But that being said, should that one particular person ever have something happen, the legend of Tyler Durden may continue and perhaps there's other, you know, mini Durdens in training that are also writing under that name. What do you think?
3: I don't know. I'm not qualified enough to read like the into the writing style of the Tyler Durden articles. Yeah. But because it is a pseudonym on that particular site, it would seem to me that they could have multiple people writing those articles all under the same pseudonym. Right.
1: And perhaps that is what they're doing. I I have no way to tell. I mean... It's like the Zero Hedge DPR. I don't know. Right. Exactly. Yeah. The Dread Pirate Roberts, uh, for those of you who don't know. And for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, uh, the movie, Tyler Durden, where does that come from? What's the name of the movie? Oh, Fight Club. Fight Club it is. Uh, Tyler Durden was one of the personas presented uh, as a main character there. So it's, you know, not only is it a pseudonym, but it's a parody of a name found in the movie. At any rate, this article says, A study claims that more kids are fat and unhealthy because... Of global warming. Sure. You've got to be kidding It's
2: me. not all the processed food, <laughs> the USDA food pyramid, and... The,
1: the, the global warming.
2: Global yeah, sure. warming.
1: Video yeah. games and you know hey. general, yeah. general lethargy. I, I Don't could, be
2: knocking the
3: video games. But,
2: I could name a hundred things that this is due to before it would even get to climate change. <laughs> climate change has nothing to do with the fact that Americans are fat.
3: What's the first one?
2: I, I well, I already named it processed food. Yep. Bingo, the USDA food period, pyramid. That's a pyramid. That too.
1: This was a dark time in the history of the United States. The food period.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean it is. It's
1: like the brightest
3: time. People don't fed. even
2: don't even get me started on vegetable well, oil.
3: Okay, like whoa.
1: Like
2: there's if vegetables
1: yeah. are good. Vegetable oil is good
3: too. Yeah,
2: that's what you'd think. Like, like they there's get there's some yeah.
1: things to to say. Like um, processed foods and specifically wheat, wheat, uh, wheat flour, wheat. if you will. Like. Is responsible for mankind's survival for a great deal of time. Like, I don't want to say that like these things have always been horrible for humanity. There was a time uh, in the species existence where, if this wasn't invented, if wheat specifically wasn't ground into flour, that mankind was going to be wiped out. But don't go
3: googling what cellulose is. Was it cellulose? Yeah.
2: (laughs) Well, wheat wheat is great. Sourdough is a superfood.
1: Fun facts: uh, I used to do a thing called the Kickass Podcast. Yes, and season one, I called them instead of episodes, I called them sermons because oh, it was see? the Reverend it Captain all comes Kickass. Full and so, yeah, it's it's serendipitous. I, I like that word. It's serendipitous for me to be doing the Sunday show. Yeah. Do you have your own church? Are you one of the few hosts that doesn't have their own church? I uh, I do not have my own church. Jesus. I am an ordained minister by the Church of Spiritual Humanism. Okay. And uh, if you've looked that up, feel free to do so. Uh, the Church of Spir- Spiritual Humanism worships reason and logic. Got it. That is the, the deities of that particular church. So
3: I feel like a lot of the hosts have their own church.
1: I know. Uh, you do? There are, there are several, I believe. But uh, no, I do not have my own church. Okay. I mean, I do in essence, right? If anybody ever said, oh, here are the things that make up a church, I probably could meet those qualifications. Well, I mean, there's like the
3: Shire Free Church, Church of the Invisible Hand, right. the Reformed Satanic Church. Right. I,
1: I did not invent or uh, am... Okay. Uh, and uh, I'm a part of those in ways, but like not... I've never signed anything that's like, yes, I am joining this particular church or okay. I'm part of this church or anything like that, but, but our... I would say our ministries are insanely similar. Like we're all like freedom advocates, freedom of speech, you know, blah, blah blah blah. You yeah. know, you do the math. I was told there'd be no math. Anyway, I didn't hear a
3: math question in that one? <laughs> I know. I
2: have Five,
1: forty-two. Isn't well, that that's the, well, isn't that the answer to everything? Forty-two. Yeah. Okay. A study published in the journal Temperature has claimed there is correlation correlation but not causation between rising temperatures and children becoming fatter and more healthy they show this picture of this <laughs> chubby kid and there's like a fork like airplane style coming at his face with a chunk of broccoli on it and the kid's like covering his mouth like he's about to puke i kind of want to take
3: issue to all those like skinny african commercials from the 80s and 90s because it is hot there
1: and well, like, I doubt ethiopia and yes. stuff like that yeah
3: and they were skinny
1: that's true, unless they had the uh, the extended belly, right? But they were still skinny. But then they just had yeah, the, the distended the belly, distended. Yes, thanks. yeah. Uh, so
3: yeah.
2: Well, there's thin and there's malnourished.
3: Right, I got it. But they were outside in the heat.
2: I will say, the generational thing. It seems like Mark is found a loophole by going somewhere else and starting his own generation from scratch. You know what I mean? Yes. So instead of, well, we have to convince everybody to believe and it's, that will take generations maybe. So, but if you just go somewhere and start from scratch, then it's not a generational thing.
1: So to me, uh, the difference between the two to clear up the mixed messages that you may be experiencing or other folks might have, if you have it, I can imagine somebody else might have it. And I would like to not send mixed messages. So there's a distinction. Uh, Something like the move to New Hampshire freedom movement, the greater freedom movement about moving to New Hampshire, relocating here to be around other freedom minded people to start this thing, to kick this thing off, to show other people that not only can it be done, but it's the preferable way for people to interact voluntarily. That to me is something that m- might could happen in our lifetime. Okay. Right? I hope, hope so because that was the catchphrase. Right. Right. Liberty, Liberty in, in our, our lifetime. lifetime. Right. Now, for it to happen on a much larger scale, say for the entire area known as the United States or the entire area known as America or the entire globe, for example, that it's not going to happen in my lifetime. I'm 50 years old. It's just not going to happen. Right. So for that to occur is going to require the generational uh, strategy. Okay. Right. So just so we're clear, they're both viable strategies. And I support and advocate for both of those. Uh, as much as I possibly can. Same. Clear as mud? Clear as mud. All right, good. (laughs) CBS Mornings covered these findings this past weekend, noting that almost one-third of kids are less fit than they were a generation ago. It also notes that fewer children are engaging in physical activity for 60 minutes a day. The core argument of the study concerns heat stress assessment and claims that it's more dangerous and less fun for children to be active if it's warmer outside that's okay so
3: that's nonsense (laughs) you think and there's there's man there's there's a little bit to unpack there Uh, yeah right because in 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 the current environment Mm -hmm. right like the vast majority of kids go to like public school yes right and as far as i know they've been nibbling away at the amount of recess time kids get yep because test scores are dropping right right so like oh test scores are dropping we can't give them play time right and then but no it's the heat right like it's not it's not that they're getting less at school and then when they go home right and like oh mom needs to run an errand so she drops you know the 10-year-old or whatever off at the park Mm -hmm. to play and get some physical activity so she can go run an errand and come back for the kid later, you get the cops called on her and she gets arrested for child neglect. Well,
2: that's just global warming.
3: (laughs) (laughs) No! Can you imagine being a kid today? I I would not want to be a kid today. Oh, my God. Like, the video games are better, but Jesus. I mean, even
2: when I was a kid, my parents let us play outside. You know, come home for dinner. Oh, I... Yeah. Nowadays, that's not a thing. We had a
1: whiteboard. Like, gone. Be back later. Love you. Yeah. The whole day. It was my preference to be gone from the parental units and in fact one of their forms of punishment was you can't go outside today yeah yeah right so like i was always trying to get outside so, because they didn't want me to go outside so, so what do they do
2: now because before when you were grounded you get locked in your room so now do they lock you outside
1: right yeah you right yeah you are un, like how, you right. have to
2: go do push-ups outside
1: <laughs> how do you ground a kid now if they stay
3: take inside away their the
2: phone and their xbox and i stuff. also
3: hate that Right, I remember it like doing sports changed the life. It was always it, you know the penalty <laughs> yeah. for doing bad in sports was like physical exercise. oh right. you gotta drop a game me whatever yeah. right. or take a lap. Yeah. and I think that that also discouraged these, discourages the enjoyment of physical activity labor because it's associated with a penalty.
1: when I was doing My the band thing, wrong. <laughs> I thought it would be cool to like get a, a captured video. Uh maybe not like with the, the face so you can recognize the guy, but like, you know, one of our fans taking the band bumper sticker, putting it on the back of a cop car. Oh, there. that'd be awesome. I thought that would be an outstanding piece of video. We'd put it in our music video, we put yeah. it online, you know. I would Hey, do look that. at this super fan, he like, you know, he's totally dedicated to the band and blah blah blah. And so I put out a thing in our like email newsletter or whatever, and I'm like, Okay, if you film yourself doing this, you will get free admission to all of our shows yeah. for the lifetime of the band. And you'd right? get to we'll you officially be punk you know. rock. Yeah. And A-F. also, you would be, uh, how do the kids say? Based. Based. Yeah. I believe that's what the, the term they, use, they use. now. Yeah. So, no one took us up on the offer. Right.
2: It is. I mean, yeah. I, I just said I would, but I actually wouldn't. That's no.
3: <laughs> lifetime of the shows after you get out of jail. For yeah. The band lies in the police car.
2: I avoid cops at all costs. I do not seek out interactions with police.
3: But if you were a graffiti artist and you wanted to put Free Talk Live on your next mural
1: with the phone number on there. Yeah. Yeah. Go
2: for it. Go for it.
1: If you have one of those uh, laser projectors and want to just project it on the side of a building one night without permission from anybody, uh, film that, please, and send it to us over at uh, Mark at (laughs) (laughs) FreeTalkLive.com. or send a link anyway upload it to odyssey first there you go then then send an email to mark at freetalklab.com or ian at freetalklab.com
3: captain's gonna get called into the office (laughs) yeah probably
1: i've yeah i'm Uh, getting all uh, these links captain do you know anything (laughs) about this (laughs) today's children are 30 percent less aerobically fit than their parents were at their age a new study found
2: probably I
1: yeah. I would say I would agree with that so, not knowing what their research is based on but just my casual observation of children today I'm like yeah a bunch of little fat bastards running around
2: well you know what their parents are also fatter than they I mean, were they sure are so yeah. eh.
1: I think the, I don't
3: know I couldn't cite the study but the the army was having trouble recruiting at one point right
2: well everybody was too fat yeah right. shape. people
3: people couldn't pass the the physics they had to so lower the standards to, to get people yeah. in That's because embarrassing. people yeah
1: the study points to climate change and rising temperatures adversely affecting childhood obes- obesity, as children spend less time exercising outdoors. Well, uh, are they spending any time exercising indoors? Like, no, because gymnasiums and schools are air conditioned, to my knowledge. If your there's school, a lot of
2: sports that you do inside, yeah, you know, if
1: your school is lucky enough to have like a swimming pool, generally that's climate controlled as well.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. So, critics have noted. That the study uses recorded or stats recorded during the COVID lockdowns. Well, wow. Jesus! And as such, it may be skewed. You think? <laughs>
3: when no one was even allowed outside. Well, they were just allowed. not going
2: outside because of climate change. It wasn't because they were imprisoned in their homes.
3: And those that did were again arrested, right? Wasn't there was a, a local activist here, right? That yeah, play
2: for your die. Yeah, yeah, there
3: you go. Yep. Yeah. Uh, explain what what happened. Oh, she, she decided that she was going to uh, go in the face of the COVID lockdown rules and take her kids to the park because kids need outdoor playtime. Uh, and, you know, was she arrested or fine-sighted yeah. something like yeah, that? Yeah, I believe had, so. Yeah, she had to go I think she it. was arrested, yeah. yeah. She okay, had to go I don't remember it. the whole thing.
1: But. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, that was on, on our radar for quite some time, and I think she called in a couple of times okay. and, yeah, that kind of thing. So yeah. well, I apologize if I got the story wrong then, but sentiment is there. No, yeah. certainly, like. Okay now here's an example of a lady doing what seems to be the right thing for her children except during a time before this study was done
3: <laughs> Yeah how do you explain that to your kids we yeah. haven't conceptualized the overbearing yeah. nature
1: of the state yet Gosh, kids sorry your mom got arrested but for for getting you some exercise but yeah. covid Well
2: these are like, libertarian how, kids so I'm sure they were well, they knew more than well, the typical. But the average kid. parent
3: who didn't take their kids to the park, and the kid's yeah. like, "I
2: want to go to the park and play." Uh, yes.
3: Yeah. Like, sorry, government says you can't.
6: As a former professor of political history and constitutional law,
1: mm-hmm.
6: I am seeing something that alarms me and concerns me very, very much. So,
1: what it is? And I
6: think about when the Nazis burned the books in the streets in public. Mm-hmm. Salman Rushdie, his publications were not only banned, but then his life was threatened uh, in many communist countries. Pasternak and Dr. Zhivago poetry was not permitted. In Egypt, many movies with Barbara Streisand and Omar Sharif, that gorgeous man, he should rest in peace, they were banned. And now we see in public schools, in many parts of our country, the good old U.S. of A., libraries are told by local school boards to remove particular books from their shelves. Yeah, isn't it ridiculous? Is it's... this not a violation of freedom of speech, freedom of expression, and censorship? Absolutely, Absolutely
2: it is.
3: It go- okay, but it also goes this both is ways. It's
6: alarming.
3: It's alarming. It's alarming for more than one reason. But there there was an article that came out about someone going like, you cannot, you know, you're not supposed to have these books in the library. We got to. But the library had never carried them. Right. It was like a futile protest. So, yes, it's alarming that they're being removed, but it's also a library. There's only so much room for the books. You can't carry everything. And my someone's going to make a judgment is, call.
6: As someone, as someone, pardon me for interrupting you, sir. My question is, as someone with a legal background, and I asked my husband, who is a practicing attorney here in South Carolina, prior to my calling, we are curious: who has jurisdiction—a local school board, a state legislator, or legislature? I should say plural. Mm-hmm. In making that decision or a principal or a PTA to say to a public school librarian, get those off the shelf.
1: Uh, Well, my answer to that uh, will always be
3: the librarian. Now, the more insidious thing is the move toward e-books, right? Because then they
2: can be changed. The thing with a paper book is they can't go in and change it. But when it's online... You don't know. I mean, I've gone onto Wikipedia, and I know for a fact that things have changed.
3: Right. Well, at Wikipedia, you can well, see like the yeah. Edit so history. that
2: was actually a bad example, but so even, what's a good
3: example? No. Just. Well,
2: I'm just googling <laughs> random stuff. You know. It's, yeah. No. I the get you. Definitions are literally changing, yeah. but if I look at a dictionary from the 1980s, I can pull it up and say, right. "No, I can see this is evidence that this definition has changed."
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so you can go look at uh, encyclopedias. It, for those of you who don't know what those are, these are volumes wow. of many different books in alphabetical order where you would go and look stuff up in. This is Google it's before like Google. It's
2: Wikipedia.
1: It, kind of. Yeah, it's but a little bit book like It's like someone
3: printed Wikipedia yeah.
1: out yeah. and yeah. bound it together. Yeah, it's <laughs> the the, or, the OG form of yeah. Wikipedia. But like you would have to get a new set every year, every yeah, couple of years, it, yeah. and they were expensive as hell. Yeah. Just getting the leather bone. Oh that's yeah like you knew you were in a classy place if they had leather bound encyclopedias. But to the to the the dictionary
3: definition thing, language is generally fluid. Yes. and changes over
2: time. Yes. But there are things, for example, during the COVID-19 mm-hmm. pandemic, they changed the definition of inoculation yeah. of yeah. of words where you're changing this word it meant a different thing a year ago. And right. they're changing it to suit their narrative right. and to to be able to control people. So I do get that language is fluid, in that things do change. You know, we don't we don't talk like William Shakespeare anymore, and you know things are different, and definitions are always changing.
1: Doth thine but... disagree that we do not talketh <laughs> like the Shakespeare? I, that's a poor poor imitation.
2: Yeah, but no, and and that was pretty much my point. Where yeah, language changes, but it doesn't change from like. You know, I, I looked up this thing yesterday, and today it's completely different.
3: So, in that, ways that matter, that would that there's going to be a distinction there again from like top-down definitional changes, where the government declares this is no longer the definition, right, and the bottom-up, which is language changes organically, how people use it, and much like the laws that were written earlier, like oh, back in the day when laws were good, right, it was to codify existing norms
1: hey sarah congratulations on earning yeah. your pedestrian certificate by the way i, w- I was going to say that as well but i have to look yeah. over to see what it was called yeah it's pretty cool we well, have yeah. it we have it hanging here in I the mean, studio it.
7: i mean like you know how people brag about it, they climbed the mount everest Yep. i survived albuquerque 23 years or 22 years and i never got hit by a car not once not, not even once i didn't even have a <laughs> Uh, not even once, and then I didn't even get my feet broken or nothing. I mean, that's incredible. I would say with something so. that
3: impressive, you should put it on a bumper sticker. But since you don't drive, just have it printed on the back of yoga pants.
7: Yeah, I'm really proud of myself. I never got hit by a car at all. I bet my you are lifetime.
3: What were you calling in today and, uh, for? Never been hit
7: by a car. Yeah, so, <laughs> but um. Oh,
1: so, <laughs> trouble pants.
7: Um, you know, uh <laughs> You know, I'm really looking forward to our brand new uh, Gateway Center for the homeless shelter.
1: Are you planning on being homeless soon? Well, if I, I am. Mean, it's going to be in you California. Plan for
7: the those free things. night in a hotel. I mean, I
1: don't they, you know. I don't know Sarah, like some of these homeless places are. I mean, they're pretty spiffy. They're like right. compared to like you know slums and you know cheap rentals. Some of these homeless shelters have. Well, I mean, you know, all, you the know
7: nice all the things. Those are nice in Boston, not in. New Mexico, Albuquerque, they're so afraid that if they have it too nice,
3: yeah.
7: we're going to get homeless from, like, five states coming over here.
3: Someone so should tell California that, we,
5: that.
7: Well, you know what? We did. When we had when people came with um, positive for COVID, they did get hotel vouchers. They did uh, from the West Side Shelter. But the one they got now is a, a former jail. <laughs> and uh you
1: follow uh, yeah, wait, yeah. wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute They're, they've turned a jail into a homeless shelter.
7: Yes, at 15 miles out of town also so it cost them like a million I
3: students. mean that Dude, doesn't sound exactly all that unreasonable.
1: No, but like the irony is just thick here like okay because folks have been like like there are people in the past that have been like why don't we just put all the homeless people in jail?
2: So, what is the point of not being able to wash their clothes? Is it just because the water usage, or do you know why? Well, you,
1: you see, New Mexico takes a certain pride in the quality of homeless persons that they, you know, they must meet these stringent requirements: stinky, right, smelly, unshaven.
7: No, 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 no it was a former jail, so that it has no washer and dryer hookups. Okay. So then they don't want everybody to be washing their clothes and there's not enough sink and buckets and they don't have any dryers. So they don't want you to even not even wash an underwear. You hope that they don't catch it when you dry it under your head. and It's terrible. And then the like next nice.
1: thing you know, there's a feral kid comes out of nowhere and a guy in a gyrocopter and it's Mad Max all over again.
7: So uh, this Gateway Center used to be a formal hospital. So it has washing machines and has a full kitchen. And, you know, I'm so happy that the women are going to be the first one, the first 50 to get beds. And then these are just little sections of uh, beds with no, no woman on top. Everybody gets their little cubicle from the pictures that I've seen. The ones that got, we got now is the jail bed. You can roll off and break your back or break your neck or, or your head or whatever, when you uh, fall... I'm pretty sure any know, story fall, of that, that is abused by the
1: guards. Yeah, why? Why not just have them sleep on the floor? The floor is your friend; they can't fall off the floor.
7: Well, the bottom. It, I, I have done that, and if if the if they girls just want to trample on you, walk all over you, can't you? That happens too. I mean, so they don't have enough. It's a jail.
1: Yeah, the so ladies sure have that, trampled all over me a time there. or
7: two. Well, I mean, I, I did, but there's not enough room. So you you don't want to climb that? They put the Bunk on the bottom, but then you you have to, you know, have that girl that's on the bottom bunk, and they step all over you or kick you or whatever they want. Yeah, the, I prefer them
1: on top. It.
7: So, but this is the mess that they call. But you know what? I went to homeless meetings, and you know what the fear is? The fear thing. The 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 people from is like. They're going to have it too good. We're going to be, we've got enough homeless people from the whole entire state coming over here. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to have 10 times coming from Colorado, Arizona. That's a legitimate concern. If
1: you build it, they will come. During the last segment, we had our crack team yeah. of Free Talk Live researchers all at the same time simultaneously get on this important research to find yeah. out the origin and definition and more importantly, proper usage of this new terminology that the kids are using because I'm old enough to be their dad. Uh-
3: <laughs> and I will say this before we get to the definition. Yep. It is our job as the elder statement statesman to misuse statesman. it, to misuse it. And overuse it as much as possible.
1: That sounds, that sounds based AF. <laughs> so anyway, uh, the term based, wh- tell us about it, Nikki.
2: Sure. It's a word used when you agree with something or when you want to recognize someone for being themselves, i.e. courageous and unique or not caring what others think, especially common in online political slang. It's the opposite of cringe, sometimes the opposite of based. Oh, so cringe is the opposite of based. Okay. Uh, and if you're wondering who coined this term, I am. It was a rapper named Little B, and the word originally took off in the meta-ironic website 4chan with the latter meaning.
1: Of course it did. I want to yeah, hear the lyric
3: where he made that up. 4chan. Like, so also, what's the bar?
1: Also, does the Little B stand for based? It does
2: oh, now. Oh, now it does. Yeah,
1: is he is he just a little based?
2: Little B, Brandon McCartney realized that hip-hop today has more haters than there are people who praise what they actually like.
1: I don't know about that. So
2: he hit the mall, swagged himself up, and went to work writing hilarious, self-conceited raps.
3: From behind the counter at Banana Republic. Yeah.
2: I, I love Urban Dictionary. I'm learning so much right now. That is
0: totally based. You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen
5: live and more, all for free at freytalklive.com.